Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. And for the first time, we are live on Twitch and Facebook and YouTube coming soon. So, going around the table, introducing everyone, uh, Hannah. Hello, I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And John. Hello. I play Illuminas, Elven Monk. And as you can see, I was right about him being the sexy one. (laughs) (laughs) And Shane. I'm Shane playing Alexander, the human bard. And Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Dragonborn Eldritch Knight slash Wizard Juliet. And Anna. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'll be playing Vikala Amateur, a Drow Paladin of Love. So the last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, um, you guys found yourselves in the Feywild. You started moving up this trail that you found some uh, footprints to that corresponded to an answer given to you by the oracle in your possession. After traveling for a while, you came to a crossroads and took the crossroads that had the uh, footprints that were uh, fresher and more heavily traveled. After a while, you came across a dryad in the woods here who was hiding from you, Vicalia, uh found her, poked her with a sword, uh, and the Dryad uh, thought it was a game. After talking for a while, the Dryad agreed to take you to this gap up ahead where you had seen on a marker on the road. Uh, when you reached the clearing, it was decided it was better to just go ahead and kill the Dryad to leave no witnesses. From there, you entered the clearing and didn't see anything except for this cute little white bunny that was near this large uh, crevasse in this area. At that point, Vic sent her warg to go and attack the bunny, and the bunny revealed its true self as the guardian of the gap, ran all the way around this warg, basically tearing it to shreds. You decided to fight the bunny, and uh, (laughs) it was really hard to hit really fast, uh, but you were able to take it out. And that is where you find yourselves now in this uh, area of the map. If everybody can go ahead and place their tokens on it up towards the uh, top of the, uh, the gap here. You are in this area and the train is is kind of uh, uh, surrounded by trees, but the the current area that you're on now is kind of this craggy grass and rocky outcroppings. In front of you, you are going to see this gap runs probably about 100 uh, feet across, and as you get up close to it and you look to your left and to your right, you really don't see an end to this thing. It's going to go around trees, and it basically passes out of your sight, so you don't know how long it goes on for. But in directly in front of you, what you're going to see is there is this uh, like raised stone platform that is about a, a foot in depth and about maybe 15 feet wide that's made out of this uh, stone. And to the right of that, you're going to see this pillar that is raised off the ground, maybe about two and a half, three feet, that is made of stone. And you are going to see riding all the way around it and there's seven indentions on the uh, the top of the pillar here that are circular is this some sort of elk contraption alertness that is a question i could possibly answer should yeah. i perhaps roll something um <laughs> <laughs> you can try give me a history check 11 it's not really anything that you're familiar with i'm gonna shrug and say ah. 
Can you read what's on the on the wooden thing? Well, on the if stone thing, right? Then I can. The base language kind of looks elvish, but you're not really familiar with some of these characters. It's uh, kind of elvish, but not really. Okay, I will walk up to the the stone thing and use uh, try and cast comprehend language as a ritual. Okay, so after about ten minutes of casting this, you're going to notice that the the writing on this is very similar to the writings that you saw on the marker stones on the path uh, earlier. And when you read the writing here, there is a writing that goes around the lip of the pillar that says, the sacred stone shall reveal the path. And then when you look at the top of it, near each one of these circular holes, and the holes themselves are probably about maybe six or seven inches in diameter. And as you go around reading the writing around this, each one of these holes, one of them is going to say forge, another one says fire, another one says sun, another one says tree, another one says sky, another one says sea, and another one says dusk. It's saying something about sacred stones revealing a path, and then uh, in the spots where you would put probably said stones, it has like names of like the forge, sun, moon, uh, and other things. Great. How about so we just we... throw Talia across it with a rope? Uh, sure. That's a good idea. We're going to throw Talia across 15 feet. Uh, it's actually more like 100. This isn't a scale here. I wanted to get oh, everything on the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, because if it was really 15 feet, we could probably all jump. Maybe not Alexander, but yeah, the rest of us. <laughs> I could always uh, turn into a bat and fly over. <laughs> I could I could polymorph her into a bird or something. We could tie a, tie a rope. That's an idea. Or we could solve this puzzle. Is there anything on the pillar besides, you know, the thing about the stone showing the path and the names in the holes? Yeah, not really. It's just like the stone, the sacred stones will reveal the path, and then inside where you would stick said stones, I guess, um, it has like the name of like a place or some sort of object or something. Hmm. Maybe the stones refer to the pillars. Hmm. But if it's the pillars, then how would we slot them in? Maybe we're supposed to play the pillars like musical instruments. It doesn't look like a musical instrument. Did hey, Kevin, um, uh, can I try and transform my transforming musical instrument thing into one of the pillars? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> go for it. I, I attempt to do so. Does it turn into a pillar? No. Yeah, it's not a musical <laughs> instrument. I tried. Um, it said fire, right? I believe so. Kevin, when do you mind Forge. posting that into the the text channel absolutely um, on the discord please thank you actually i'll put it I'm i'll put it in um can you guys see that in discords or not discord uh, yes. roll 20 yeah so everybody mm-hmm. can yeah see i can it see in roll 20 yep okay that way everybody gonna, at home can see go ahead and use fairy fire on the pillar okay so you cast fairy fire on the pillar and uh, it surrounds the pillar and creates a pretty light but nothing else seems to happen hmm okay but uh, as you do that let's see Vic, Talia Luno and Nifron, everybody give me a perception check 18 8 18. Vic and Talia. As Vic casts Fairy Fire on this uh, pillar up here, the area that you're currently in, you've kind of got like this, you know, sunset dust thing going on. And the light from the Fairy Fire is casting some, you know, glow onto the metal objects that you have. 
So Juliet's and Vic's armor, you know, kind of glow up a little bit. And to your right, you're going to notice something over here glinting in these bushes. Talia is going to, to turn and say, what was that? And then go invest. Okay. Go check. What was what? So as you get closer, you're going to notice uh, some of the fairy fire glinting off um, something that looks shiny and blue under these bushes. And what you're going to see is this blue, very shiny, polished stone in the shape of an egg. Talia is going to try to pick it up. Okay, you pick it up. It's got pretty good heft to it. It's about um, six inches in diameter and about um, nine inches uh, tall. It's made out of this um, very polished blue stone that is kind of translucent and glassy looking that you can see like veins of silver and gold running through it. Uh, Talia's gonna kind of hold up the stone and say, guys, I found something. You know, whenever anybody says shiny, it's really hard to dissuade me. What is it? I don't know. It's shiny. Does it look is like it a big uh, rock? Yeah, it's a big rock. It's an egg-shaped, probably rock, but also very shiny. Put it in the pillar. Uh, Talia will How bring it over to the pillar and... Do you think it's sea or sky or dusk or tree? I will uh, stand away from the pillar. I would like to move about 10 feet away while she's yes. trying to figure out which one to put it in. Yeah, this riddle is so elvish. Mm, okay. trying to pull your elvish tricks on me. Yeah, right. All right, so Talia, what are you doing with the uh, stone here? I'm going to try to fit it into the sea. Uh. Okay, so you take this uh, stone, and uh, do you know which one's sea? Hey, Alexander, which one is sea? I'll point at the, the right one and then move back away. Okay, so uh, you take it and you put it in the hole. And then what you're going to see is this bridge in front of you. There's going to be a section of light that springs up from one side of this uh, stone walkway platform over to the other side, crossing this 100-foot gap. And the it creates this uh, beam of light that kind of looks like a, a long plank that's about a foot and a half wide. Well, I'm going to poke it to see if it's solid. Okay, so you go up and you gingerly put your foot on it and put some weight on it, and it seems solid enough. Okay. Well, yeah, I have, I have a metagame question. Is this an Easter egg hunt? <laughs> is, this, is this an wow. Easter episode that was not released in time? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Yes, it's an Easter egg hunt. I'm okay. so happy. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right, now we know what we need to do. Let's go find the eggs. It's wonderful. All right, so uh, mechanically, here's what I want everybody to do. Is uh, go ahead and on each one of your tokens, uh, give yourself an aura of about... Uh, 15 feet. Uh, actually, make it 10. That's way too big. And make it a circle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's, uh, everybody, let's just go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Uh, let me clear it out first. Is there a Magic Gotham reward? It's Is just it your initiative. Metagaming? Is that done? So, Talia, you're up first. Yay. All right. Um,. I am going to move kind of close to where I saw the uh, the last egg, but like deeper into the bushes. Okay. Give me a perception check. Twenty. 
Uh, you don't. You look around, but you're not seeing anything. All right. Uh, next up's Alexander. Whoop whoop. I will uh, move towards the sooth and then uh, look around here. All right. Uh, give me a perception check. Twenty-three. Uh, yeah, you're not finding anything either. Uh, Juliet. All right. We'll move near this rock and search around here. All right. Give me a perception check. Eighteen. All right, so you're searching around here, and you're moving around this area, and over here behind this boulder, you're going to see this green glow from this uh, fairy light, and you're going to find another similarly shaped stone that is this bright green. Great. Juliet is going to uh, call out, I found one. Try and look behind stones or other hard-to-reach places. And uh, that's it for Juliet. Okay. Uh, Vic, you're up. Um, is the gap... Um, can I walk over it now? It's about a foot and a half wide. You can if you want to give me a athletics... Ch- or a... Uh, let's make that a... Just like a straight... De- uh, well, acrobatics or dexterity. Uh, if I fail, is that a new character? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and go over to the uh, left side to search. Okay. There it is, um, trees and bushes. Okay, give me a perception check. A wonderful seven. Um, you're searching around here and you're not really seeing anything. All right, this is next. for my turn. Okay, uh, Luno, you're up. All right, I'm going over here. Boop. And searching. Okay, give me a perception check. 23. Uh, yeah, you're not really seeing anything. Balls. Uh, Talia, you're up. All right, um... Can I dash? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> She's excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talia's gonna dash down... Uh, here. Okay, give me a perception check. 14. Alright, so you come across this uh, area here that has some shrubs, and there's kind of this rocky dip that goes down about six feet, and up towards the ledge of this uh, dip, there are some uh, bushes, and you see some light glinting off something that uh, is uh, purple and shiny. Uh, Talia's gonna yell out, Hey guys, I found another one! She's gonna win. Yeah. She is winning. She's Damn got two skinny. so far. Alright, Alexander, you're up. Yep, I will uh, move to the bottom, well, to the right of like where I am. Move myself. And roll a perception check. Ten. Uh, yeah, you're looking around underneath these trees and bushes, and you're not really seeing anything. Pass. Juliet, you're up. Okay, Juliet's going to go around to retrieve this egg. Okay. And we'll just, I'll put it up here. Just say that uh, you've retrieved it and put it up here. Sounds good. That's it for Juliet. I don't think I can do anything else. Alright, Vic, you're up. Under my breath, I'm like, hmm, I can't let a wizard and a child outdo me. Hmm. And I go and look behind this wall. All right, give me a perception check. That's a four. Apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the wizard and the child will outdo me. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're looking around this area, and there's these uh, trees and boulders, and you're like, oh, well, they found one of these beside a, a large boulder before. Maybe that's where they're hidden, but you look around, you're not seeing anything. Oh, boy. Yep, that's the end of my turn. All right, Luno, you're up. Gonna search up here. Uh, that's an eight. Yeah, um, you look around and you're not really finding anything. You find some shiny rocks, but, uh, not the kind that you're looking for. Talia, you're up. Talia's gonna go grab this stone and start bringing it up here. Wait, that's ten. And right about here. Do do I get to make another perception check? Yeah, you can make a perception check. Thirteen. 
All right, so you pick up the egg and you start walking back towards the pedestal and you're keeping your eyes open, you know, looking left and right and around, trying to uh, see something when uh, you're going to see the glint of a, uh, a shiny blue rock over here between uh, these shrubs and near some, uh, some rocky outcroppings. Guys, I found another one! Up there. Oh, he's cheating. She is. And, uh, that's I am. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up is uh, Alexander. Yep. I will move down here to this little outcrop and look around. Okay. Perception check. 21. Um, you look around and you're not really finding anything. Pass. All right. Next up is Juliet. All right, Juliet's going to move up to these rocks to the north and search over here. All right, give me a perception check. Two. (laughs) Yeah, you're not seeing anything. All right, sounds good. If he got a one, would he fall in bed? (laughs) Uh, No, he's not close enough. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next up is Vic. I'm going to go over to that uh, tree and go see if we can find something. All right, perception check. Thirteen. Um, yep, all you're seeing here is woods. God do- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like D&D Minesweeper. <laughs> oh, I was horrible at that. It's not fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm searching this spot again. 17. Um, yep. Um, you take a closer look and you're really not seeing anything else. Okay. In that case, I'm going down here. I'll search there next time. Okay. Talia, you're up. Alright, I'm going to use my dash to pick up the other stone as well and carry them both up and set them down by the pillar with the other. Alright, um, so currently, just to uh, do the score here, you have four eggs, or stones, not eggs. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you, you have a, a, a blue and indigo a violet and the green. Uh, green one. We're missing red, orange, and yellow. Alright, uh, Alexander, you're up. Yep. I'll move over here and look around. Alright, perception check. 14. Alright, you come over here to this rocky outcropping with um, some bushes and um, you're going to notice a red glint underneath one of these bushes over here. I will stash the egg in my pocket. Not an egg, stone. <laughs> the egg-shaped stone. Exactly. Uh, Alright. Uh, next up is Juliet. Alright. Now, does my character know they rolled low on perception? Should I be searching again? Or should I simply move on? Because on, on the one hand, if I if I keep searching this area, then that's kind of meta game. But on the other, it's going to take us four fucking ever to find these eggs. <laughs> Give me a wisdom check. Six. I guess I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Juliet's going to search around over here. Perception check. Six. That's it for Juliet. Uh, next up is Vic. I'm going to go uh, slightly to the south, like stomping. God damn it. There's kids in their room. Stones. Goddamn kids with their Pokemans and their rock and roll and hippity hop music. I'm gonna look over here, like, kind of angry. Okay. Are do you look angry or are you angrily looking? Angrily looking, like searching with my hands, like, goddamn it, where is that? Like when you look for your keys or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a perception check. To go okay. It's a really high eight. <laughs> the highest of eights. <laughs> Almost a nine. Yep, so you look around, you're not seeing anything. Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, that's it. Okay, Luno, you're up. Searching. 18. Alright, so um, you look around in this area, and you're getting further into the trees, and you come across this, uh, this kind of raised rocky platform, and you're looking around, and you go all the way around it, but uh, you're not seeing anything here that looks like a shiny stone. 
in that case, I'm gonna go over elsewhere. And now I'm done. Okay. Alexander, you're up. It's my time to go again. Uh, I'll go to the left here and uh, search around. Okay. Perception. Um, I think you skipped me. Did I? Oh, oh yeah. I, yep, mm-hmm. I did. I'm sorry. No, no, that's good. That's okay. <laughs> Stop hogging all <laughs> the stones, Talia. You already found, like, three. Yeah, come on. But I want to find them all. Um, okay. stones, not Pokemans. <laughs> um, so, Alexander, you rolled a 23. You look around this area, and um, you're getting closer to Vic, and you're looking around all these stones and this large tree over here, but you're not really seeing anything. Uh, Talia, go ahead and do yours now. Uh, I'm gonna head about here and search. Did you roll perception? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, duh. Eight. Yeah, not seeing anything. Alright, Juliet, you're up. Alright. So if these things shoot out beams of light, we only need, like, four of these to cross comfortably. We already have four of these. Um, maybe not with the cart. I do not give a crap about that cart. Alunados, if you want to keep finding these, I think that's a great you, idea. You're mean. <laughs> it's too far away. <laughs> I'm going wait for the cart. I just... Alright, I'll keep searching. Go in this corner here. 16. Uh, yeah, you're looking around, but uh, not seeing anything. Okay, that's it. Vic, you're up. I'm gonna move over here and be like, uh, this has to be here somewhere. Mm. Perception check. Uh, I'm blind as a bad, uh, <laughs> too. <laughs> Alright. It's all the anger. <laughs> uh, next up's Luna. Grumble, grumble. 21. Hold on, where are you now? Uh, to the east of Talia. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so you look around and you're not seeing anything. Okay, Luna's starting to cry. Aw. Now I'm gonna head down here, wait for my next turn. Uh, Talia, you're up. Alright, uh, Talia's gonna move... Talia's gonna move just, like, right... Mm, yeah. I'll let you dash, too, if you want, if you don't want to stop there. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'll go ahead bonus and I'll go ahead and move down here. Uh, no, not that. Oh god, that's too far. Where was I? Shoot. Um, I'll say right like there here. Is where you, okay. This should be within the sixty feet. Okay. Yeah. And I'll search here. Nineteen. Um, you look around in this area, and you're looking under trees and over here by these uh, craggly stones coming up, and you're not seeing anything. All right, that's my turn. All right, Alexander, you're up. I move over there and roll a 14. So you start walking back up towards the pillar, and um, as you do, you're heading towards this large boulder towards the side of the path here, and to the left and below the boulder, you're going to see this uh, orange glint of one of these uh, stones beside it. I think I was there earlier. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, you rolled low. God, like, I don't think I rolled over 10. Like, this entire search. No, it's been pretty bad. Yeah. Well, this is not a combat, so... <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> Alright, so... combat. Talia's cheating. <laughs> she is. I bet she is hacking. So, for those uh, keeping score at home... That is all the eggs except for the yellow one. Mm-hmm. It's stones, not eggs. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, gemstones, if you want to. All right, next up is uh, Juliet. All right, Juliet moves to the south and searches at 20. Yep, nothing around here. All right, that's it. Vic, you're up. Okay, um, let me see. I can dash, right? I uh, don't take your action, and an action's what you're gonna have to use to search. Mm. Okay, so gonna go. Uh, one. Come on, <laughs> guys. Nope. Help me. <laughs> Help. All right. Next up, Selena. Oh, 
I'm gonna need to get a biscuit here. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, yeah, nothing over here. All right. Um. Wait, I, we already have all seven, don't we? Nope. No, nope, we have this one. is the yellow. Because we have the five. Oh, because okay. I thought I didn't recognize the red as the one that uh, I already picked up. I'm surprised it didn't become an egg or get bitten by a snake. In this one. Um, Talia's gonna move up here and search for. Yeah, you're not seeing anything. Alexander, you're up. Yep. I'll shoot over here and roll a perception check. Nine. Um, you get over here and uh, you're looking around and you're not really seeing anything. Juliet, you're up. All right. I will give you this hint. The It's some place where at least three people have failed their perception check in this area. I am so searching me. where I am. Okay. At 20. Yeah, you're looking where around. Where Anna goes, the failed perception checks. <laughs> That's it, then. <laughs> uh, Vic, you're up. I'm going to try it up here and just uh, look again. Oh, boy. <laughs> 12. Oh my god, it's the highest roll today. It's for me. <laughs> uh, it would pass, but uh, there's nothing here. Got Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just bang with the camera, but it's like <laughs> one square up. <laughs> uh, Luno, you're up. Okay, I am going over here and searching. <laughs> so the hint was is somebody's failed a person. Uh, well, the hint was three people have failed a perception check in this area. Yeah, I'm gonna work my way around. Okay, uh, yeah, 18. there's nothing here. Okay. Talia, you're up. Talia's gonna go back up here. Twelve. Uh, yep, nothing up here. Damn, I thought I saw multiple people fail up here. Uh, Alexander, you're up. Yep. I'll go here and try and perceive. 20. Uh, that would pass, but there's nothing here. Pass. Uh, Juliet, you're up. Alright. Now. Before we said no metagaming, so that hint does not help us. Uh, I mean, it helps us, the players, but not our characters. And Juliet is a very methodical person, so she's just going to do a grid search. I'm gonna CSI this shit. Exactly. CSI cop. Four. Uh, that's it for Juliet. <laughs> uh, Vic, you're up. Fifteen. Nice. But uh, there's nothing here. Uh, Luno, you're up. All right. Nineteen. So, y'all have kind of clustered around this area, and. Uh, Luno, you're going to come up here and you start looking around in the, the same area and you are going to see this yellow glint over here beside uh, some of these rocks. And you have found the last stone. That dive on that fucker. Mine. <laughs> you have all the stones at this point. Take it up to the pillar and put it in. My stone. The stone I found. You're back up here to this bridge. There is currently one blue beam that um, crosses between this chasm here, uh, creating a plank that's about a foot and a half. You have uh, these six other stones here to place. My stone, the yellow stone, my stone is obviously the sun. Yellow, mine. You want to put that in? I'm putting that in the sun slot. So as you put that into the pedestal, you're going to see this bright yellow beam come shooting across this uh, stone platform to the other side, creating another plank. Uh, Talia's going to put the purple one into the dusk. Okay, so you put the purple one into the dusk slot, and a purple beam shoots out. Uh, across this bridge. Wait this up. I put, 
put the red one in the fire one. You're putting the red one in the fire one? Yes, bold moves, I know. Okay, so you take the red one, and you put it in the fire one, and there is going to be this radiant flash, and you're going to take two points of radiant damage. Haha, ha, red is forge. Orange is fire. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not the right place for it. I'll uh, try putting in the forge one. Okay, so you take the redstone, and you put it in the hole here that says forge and a red beam is going to shoot across this gap so as you notice not all these gaps are are these plant beams are right beside each other so there are some gaps to fill in orange is fire and green is tree and light blue is sky yes so you put those in you put the green and tree and a green beam shoots across. And you put the orange in the fire slot and a orange beam shoots across. And then you put the the light blue in the sky slot and another beam shoots across. So as you put all these in, you're gonna notice that there is this rainbow bridge that's formed across this gap and it's solid all the way across with no gaps. Um, I think you can see we're uh, LGBTQ friendly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Either that or we're about to get attacked by choppers and Thor bullets and He-Man Koopas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's go across the bridge. Yeah, let's go. Across it. All right, so you step out onto it, and it is as solid as stone. So you make a way across it with your horses and your cart with uh, no issue whatsoever. Looks good. Huzzah! All right. So let's bring you over to this map. And if you go to the bottom left hand corner of this uh, new map that you're on, you are going to see basically where you've come so far. Uh, the number one down here at the bottom is the pond that you entered the Feywild. Uh, number two is the boulder of the first fork in the road that you found. Number three is where you met the Dryad. And number four is the bridge that you just crossed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where did we kill the Dryad? Number three to four. Yeah, about here. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so uh, what do you want to do now? I say we keep going northeast. That's where the... Who's it said we should go? Is there a path? Let's look around for a path. Yeah, so after you cross the bridge, there's sort of another clearing here that is similar to the one that uh, you just came across. And about maybe 50 to 100 yards... Um, before you up into the northeast you're going to see another path through the trees here that's probably about 20 or 30 feet wide Uh, everybody give me a perception check 12 14 crit what do you think (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Luno and Alexander, you are going to notice that those uh, footprints prints that you've been following um, are present over here on the other side of the bridge as well. And they appear to be going across this clearing and into the path into the woods. Um, question. Can, can we see the woods? Because currently your X is like on the edge of our site. Uh, yeah, hold on. That's my X. Um, oh, okay. Like- do the uh, stones like disappear and like rehide themselves? Because um, they're there currently. Let's pick mm, these okay. hand those over to our side so we can keep them. Does anybody have that spell? Which uh, Natalia can pick pockets. Mage hand can be useful. Because I could. It's um, hundred feet across, and mage hand only reaches I think thirty. Thirty feet. feet. Yeah. Oh, okay. mm. 
Because I could, um, we could put them all in a bag, and then I could just transmogrify myself uh, into something that could carry it, like a large bird. Yes. <laughs> burb. Big old burb. I'm just imagining you flying majestically as a flamingo. <laughs> uh, the footprints, are they uh, humanoid? Uh, give me a survival check. A what check? Sorry? Survival. Oh, okay. Yeah, this whole time we've been following Tarask tracks and just never noticed. <laughs> 19. Um, with a 19, um, you have a pretty good feeling that the tracks here belong to maybe anywhere from 5 to 7 people. Um, humanoid, judging by the footprints and due to the size of the footprints you think that they're probably anywhere from five and a half to maybe six two or six three mm, okay makes sense can i see uh from the footprints if like they're wearing um heavy armor light armor medium mesh um as most as you can tell from the footprints because you know, weights may vary from, you know, creature to creature. Um, mm -hmm. You don't know how, you know, heavy they were, whether or not they were wearing armor. They appear to be, um, you know, standard looking boots with a heel. Judging, okay. looking at this, you think that the prints may be anywhere from five days old to like a week and a half. Mm, okay. Okay. Wonderful. So, what do you want to do now? Follow the footprints. Yeah? Mm -hmm. That is our logical choice. Yeah, that seems mm -hmm. logical. Okay, so um, you begin to follow these footprints, and you're going to travel for maybe another four hours or so. And um, you're starting to get kind of tired. You're feeling like maybe you've been up for most of the day and um everybody give me a perception check 14 21 11 3 all right so alexander and luna with a 21 and talia with a 14 um, as you're going down this path and you know it's probably about 20 feet wide and then you're going to notice like a an abrupt like opening and you are going to hear some like really faint music that sounds like flutes and you know you look towards where you're hearing the music and then you can see like these little pinpoints of light that appear to be close to the ground that's poking out through the the grass here uh, there's stuff. There's things. Alexander, what is this regular that? music or is it magic music? Can I tell if it's magic music? I don't know. You're a bard. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, you wouldn't be able to tell if there's anything magical about the music unless you, like, ran a detect magic or something like that. I guess, uh, we should just start going towards the music. Okay. All right, you're headed towards the music. Okay. Hold on. Um, I I read in a book once that there were these things called sirens. Maybe this is similar. We really should be going and just finding music because just my two cents. Usually, music means people, which means directions and. Hopefully, witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, do you want to leave? If that um, makes you feel better. Should we investigate the music or should we steer clear of the music? Let's take a party vote. My vote is no. Um, I... Do the footprints go in the same direction as the music? 
Give me a perception check, or a survival check. Ten. They appear to be headed in that direction. Then I should, I think we should go that direction. Okay. Maybe we should scout carefully. Rather than just, you know, ride, riding in. Hmm. I mean, I'm not afraid of some bards, but okay. What did you have in mind? Send in people who are good at sneaking to see what's going on. I'm just putting the horse on the map to indicate where you are. Okay. All's right with the world. Alright, so uh, what are you doing? So, Talia, go ahead and scout. Send Talia to investigate sneaky like. Oh, of course. Because you're really good at it. I'm also, Alexander, because sneaky. he has that cloak. And I mean, if you get caught, you did find all the eggs, so that's karma. What <laughs> <laughs> eggs? <sighs> Indeed. All right. I will I mean, attempt to uh, go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a stealth check. Twenty-six. All right. So, leaving the rest of the group behind here. You put up your hood and start walking into the woods here, being careful not to step on any twigs. And um, you kind of circle around this clearing um, that uh, you've come upon. And the flute music starts to get louder. And then you can hear laughter. And these tiny little lights start to get brighter. And you're going to go over here to the tree line and look out into this clearing and from the light coming through the trees here and these tiny little torch lights um, that you see coming from this clearing you see maybe five or six dozen of these tiny little houses and there is this like firelight glow coming from uh, each one of these houses. Uh, there appears to be like tiny little street lamps out on the, uh, the streets here. There's some uh, campfires as well. Each one of these houses looks like it may be about two feet uh, by two feet and maybe a foot tall. Talia's going to take all that in and then slowly and quietly go back to the group and tell them that she found a fairy village. So lots of witnesses. Wait, fairy. And they had a tiny village and everything. I mean, you could take all those buildings and sell them as miniatures. Yeah, you can make fairy soup. I heard that's delicious. Or if or, we uh, if we really metagame it, uh, they're pretty much just like Smurfs. Maybe if we boil them, they'll turn into gold. Yeah, soup. Okay. Isn't that how Smurfs or, work? Or we could just leave them alone because they're adorable. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's kind of out of character for Talia. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get me some fairy heads. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But, like, I'll just take one outlier, and then we can leave the rest alone, because they're super cute. Just imagine how compact that their skulls are. That you could fit so many of them into the bag. Talia shows up. actually see any of the fairies? They might be really ugly gremlins or goblins or something. Yeah. <laughs> Talia shows up looking like Godzilla at their gates, and is like, who volunteers for tribute? You must hold a lottery and sacrifice <laughs> one of yours to me. But it's all a ruse because she's going to kill any- everyone anyways. That checks out. I mean, honestly, I think I mean, Talia is the most sadistic out of all of us. It, it would be pretty easy to just light the whole village on fire and then, you know, take care of any outliers that try to run off. I don't know. Maybe I... I- want to rethink this. Maybe we should go around. I don't have any particular like for them, but to live in another plane like this is often dangerous. I imagine they're probably able to hold off whatever wildlife lives here, and I'd rather not have to fight them, especially if they're prepared for a group uh, our size. 
I mean... You mean... Feywild things are spooky. Um, so when you say tiny, how... You said I saw a bunch of them. How big are they? Um, you didn't really see any of them um, out. You saw their houses. Um, how big and are the houses were two foot by two foot. How and much about a foot tall. Okay, so they're tiny. Oh, okay. So maybe if we just ride through really fast, we could kill them all with our horses. <laughs> I mean, Juliet could probably engulf the whole thing in one flame breath. Um, from what you saw, the the area here, um, where these are spread out, uh, the area itself is probably about. Actually, let me bring up the the map since you would have seen it. Would it be possible to roll a uh, nature check to see if I would know anything about the the kind of race that lives there? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Too. Um, you haven't seen it. Oh, this is a very big village. This is a fucking metropolis. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so probably not one flame breath. Yeah, I don't think we have enough carriages for this. I mean... We need to go back some... through the Feywild and then grab five, ten more carriages and then come back. Or we can just uh, maybe try to acquire some magic stuff from them. I mean, they are fairies. <sighs> I don't believe that we know that they're fairies. Hey, uh, if I capture one in a jar, do I get to... Uh... <laughs> Do you get to keep it as long as you put some grass in there and maybe some bugs for it to eat? I'm gonna set up like a. I was a, thinking uh, if I. A health potion, sort of. Fairy yeah, terrarium. Yeah. Oh no! So, you, no, you take. A terrarium. So no, you what can't. You do like, you is you can't put them in a jar. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand. Your ecology is. Ugh. So all over the place, Kevin. All right. Um, since we're looking at a city, I think we should go. I think, and I know this is coming from me, so it's a little crazy. But what if we tried to talk to them and use some dis- diplomacy? Are well, any of us talk- any good at that? I mean, what would we talk to them about? about good idea. Ask them um, if they saw someone walk by with some giant shoes. How and about would we cubs? even be able to talk to them? That is another good question. I'm sure we can manage to behave for like at least like five minutes to ask if they know it. That's a that's a tall yeah. ask. I'm not gonna. Oh my god! Of course. <laughs> Expect anything else from you know humans, elves, lizards, child. Especially a lawful good individual like Alexander. Oh yeah, you know of it. course. <laughs> I don't mean human, I'm a law-abiding citizen oh, through and through. Yeah, that's not what my goddess is, but okay. <laughs> you know. You know, if somebody so... had fireball, you could take care of this problem real quick. <laughs> so, are we gonna approach him? I think I... we should. Uh, okay. I'm up for that. Yeah, I, I do not think that we should uh, go near these guys. I'm with uh, Juliet on this one. What a void. Can't trust so, so that's three to two. I think that's majority. Kevin, do you get a vote on this, or is this uh, <laughs> Why out of would your I get DM a vote discretion? On it? I don't know. I just want to be polite. I'm lawful good. I'll have you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the choice is up to you guys. Yeah, I think we should try and avoid this place. I'm not one to get involved with Feywild creatures. My vote is also to avoid this place. Me too. Aw, but I wanted to see fairies! You know what, Talia? Let's go, you and I. And they can wait here for a few minutes. If it's not clear, I'll get us We will leave you. It'll take a while because we'll have to get through the trees. Are you sure? Talia's going to look uh, up at, at Luno and, Talia, and Juliet yeah. <laughs> and, like, give the pouty eye. <laughs> no, please, I'm going to go. I'm going to Up to you. We could scout around and see if the footsteps lead through the village, but what if the footsteps lead to the village? Oh, yeah, yeah. Search around, see if there's a path coming out of the village. Um, mm. you know. 
Being afraid from fairies is one thing. Disappointing a child, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, that's can, evil. Can Talia scout around, like, swing wide of the village, and uh, come out on the other side? And that uh, I'm yeah. Being Give me a for footsteps. Eleven. Oh no, twenty, because I have my my cloak. Okay, so you go over to this area up here and we'll say like you're up here in the tree line and uh, you're looking around you're looking for footsteps um, but you're unless you get out into here you can't really tell I mean it's just too far away and the light here isn't great where is here because I couldn't see any paint um, go towards the top of the map and it would be like north of the uh, the village because that is where you would expect uh, if anybody went through that the footsteps would be out here. I mean, you wouldn't expect them to be over here. Like, I want to swing way wide and try to see if I can sneak up here. Up here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a another stealth check with disadvantage. 25? I guess. <laughs> yep. So, um, you start creeping out of this tree line and you s go up here and you start searching around up here in this field and uh, you look around and you're going to find footprints. They, Do they lead away from the village? Well, give me a perception check to see which way they're going. 20? Nice. Um, what the? These fish footprints look fresher than the ones that you saw from the bridge so you think that they may have camped here or got held up um, but the footprints are fresher but you are seeing the same five or seven tracks um, that you saw after the bridge I'm pretty sure right. it's footprint Talia is going to sneak all the way back around to the group and relay the information that the footsteps do in fact go through the village and we could probably skip it and well, you could lie. With great <laughs> sadness. Uh, give me another stealth check. Uh, 16. Uh, okay, so as you're walking back to this tree line, there is this something that's going to, like, a moth that, like, flies up in your face and you, you flinch away and jerk away from it real quick. And then you look up and you're going to see this tiny uh, figure of a woman with wings. And it's looking straight at you at eye level. And uh, it's probably about five feet away. And it says to you, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I think that's a good place to end it right there. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a bad end. <laughs> that's a great end. I'm so happy we can go into the a fairy village or something. I want to make a shish kebab. <laughs> well, uh, Talia's pretty far away from the rest of the party. And, uh, she's I have an escape plan. <laughs> Go ahead and reroll your character mouse. until next week, Hannah. No, oh, man, no. don't worry. I have an escape Our plan. Roll is 10. I have actually planned for this. A bat. Yeah, I, hmm. I picked up darkness. So I'm gonna cast darkness, then turn into a bat and fly away. Oh, that's pretty good. Like, I've planned, I've planned for this. That is pretty good. You're being like a bat. Legitimately. Literal bit, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to hop off. I got somewhere to be. Uh, oh, I'll catch you guys later. We should mm, probably, like, like sign off because yeah. we're on Twitch. Yeah, we should, we, we're actually <laughs> live streaming and sit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kevin's just appeared. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? What happened? <laughs> Uh, Shane logged off, and that moved around all of our video feeds. So now we are totally <laughs> on. Oh, Kevin, your beard! It's a close-up. You're just a beard. Yep. Full stream exclusive. Just, just like in real life, I'm just a beard. <laughs> well, alrighty. Well, on that note, I'd like to thank all my players for coming and hanging out today and giving up their Sunday. Uh, thank you so much and thank you everyone out there in Twitch and Facebook Live Streamland and we shall be doing more of these in the future and putting a schedule up 
uh, at least a couple of days in advance on our Twitter and Facebook to let you know when we're going to be live. And we hope to see you then. Um, thanks for joining us. Of course, thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. If you have an idea to make the podcast better, tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Want to throw hatchets? We got hatchets, and you can throw them at the hatchet throw. Bring your own hatchet or use some of ours. We don't care. We got big hatchets and small hatchets. We even have very small axes. Want to throw daggers? We don't have daggers. We have hatchets, and you can throw them inside our building. You can throw them at stumps with red circles painted on them. We also got stumps shaped like half-orcs because they are attacking us, but they don't have red circles on them. So come to the hatchet throw in downtown Asheville. We also have L, wine, and mead. People say hatchet throwing and L is not a good combination, but what do they know? We also have hatchets to throw, but no daggers. Hatchet throw. The music you heard on this episode was Teller of the Tales, Enchanted Journey, Long Road Ahead, Thatched Villagers, and Death of Kings by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. License under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.